There will be blood, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the millionth show. My name is James, joined once again by Henry. And no, we're not talking about the film with Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Dano, as much as I'd perhaps like to. Um, we're talking about Saw 2. So, uh, Henry, your history with this uh, with this film. Oh, man. I mean, your initial I, always, I always remember Saw 2 as kind of the one that I liked the least, but um, this is like... It's it's a film where I really like the bits with Jigsaw in it. Like, basically everything outside of the actual, like, whole traps bit itself, I kind of like. Um, but just, I remember I was watching this, like, this was in my, like, marathon of, like, Saw at, like, 2 a.m. or whatever. And this one, I must have watched the last out of, out of, like, after seeing the first one. And I was, like, I could barely, like, pay attention. <laughs> so, like, it was like, a, it was like a fever dream, like, watching that. So it was it was it was pretty good. I mean like the like the whole like there's a lot of plot twists in it and you can you can like quite easily tell that the uh they got more of a budget for this one. Um not much more of a budget though. I looked it up. Um the first film obviously had a budget of one million. Yeah, one million. This, this film had a budget of four million. So obviously it's it's four times more than the original, but that's still not much in the grand scheme of things, you know? Like, four million is, is nothing, you know, compared to... And this isn't, like, four million in the 60s. This is four million in 2005, you know? It's... Yeah, yeah, also known as, like, five quid. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it was it was it's pretty decent. I mean, like, the way it moves the story forward, but I definitely could have... Yeah, I definitely could have missed out some of the traps in this, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. That's that's exactly that was exactly my feelings coming into this film, where I'm like, um, this was always it wasn't. It, what I like about this film is it sets up the rest of the franchise basically, because the first yeah. film is very much its own thing, and obviously this film does a good job in paying homage and, and bringing in the key elements from that film into this and paying tribute, yeah. and continuing and establishing the tropes that will go on to define the rest of the franchise. But I agree with you in terms of the fact that the actual, because it's funny, whenever I remember this film, I remember whenever I remember any of the films, I always try, I always remember them by the traps or the, the yeah, plot, particular the traps that are going on. So, you know, someone's the bathroom, two is the guys in the house, three is the, the deadbeat dad, the four is, you know, um, uh, uh, Detective Rig, etc. Five is the one with five people in it. It's easy to remember. So, you know, that's how I was... And I always remember this one by the traps, by the house, which I agree isn't the most... It's 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 okay. It's good, but it's it's probably the weakest of... of yeah, all. it's like... Um, but, it's like the most by-the-book one, you know? Yeah, but when I sit down and watch it... Um, yeah, I, I always, I'm always like, I forget like how, like how, I don't forget how much Saw is in it, but I mean, John Kramer's in it, but um, it's like, it's always a really nice, refreshing thing. And I forget how quickly this film gets you in there. I mean, within yeah, five minutes, it's they're kicking down his door and you're seeing him there. And I really like that. This film is only one hour, 33 minutes long, which is the shortest film we've reviewed to date. <laughs> um, directed by... Darren Boosman. This was his first, this is his directorial debut as well. So obviously with the first film, it was James Wan's first film. And then for this one, this guy made his debut as well. Um, and like I said, budget of $4 million, uh, but with a box office of with $147 million. 
That's Which a pretty is, good return on investment again, just like the first yeah. one. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, because uh, like with with Lionsgate as well, this is like their fastest selling DVD, I think. Like it, it? yeah, it's like three million copies when it came out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, um, obviously, it it was dining off the success of the first one a lot. Yeah, and, you can say uh, that for sure. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't think this is a bad one by any stretch. But yeah, I mean. We'll, we'll get into it. Obviously, later on, we're going to rank the um, the our favorite trap, or like our least favorite trap, more like. Um, yeah. Which one? We're going to rank at the end uh, our, um, the best ending, and obviously the Sigma moment, and the film itself, hmm. all up against Saw One. And as they continue, we'll develop that list. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm quite excited to see. Uh, like and and do you know what? It's it's always it's the hard thing for me is like I said last week when we did the first Saw film. I didn't watch these in order when I first watched them when I was like 13 or however fucking too young I was, man. Um, so it's what what I always have to try and, try and remind myself is like someone that's never watched these and they're watching them for the first time. So they watch Saw 1 and then they watch Saw 2. And basically what they're seeing is the guy that just stands up off the floor at the end of the first film. And then we're going into his whole origin story and his whole... Back, and, you know, it's like completely fleshing out that character, which you only basically saw like a, a, a practically a glimpse of in, at the end of the first yeah. film. It was very impactful. And it did. The first film would have left you sat there asking loads of questions. Who's this guy? What's he doing now? Da, da, da. And um, and then this film goes and addresses all those things. And that's really uh, and then develops his character. So um, it's like it's really interesting, like actually, how, you know, how they went. Because I watched as well. um I think it was yesterday I watched the uh, behind the scenes, the making of this film, the documentary. Um, mm. And it was all pretty standard stuff. It broke down some of the elements, which I'll go into myself with my secondhand information. But still, like, uh, I really um, I appreciate this film a lot, actually, in terms of what it did in terms of setting up the rest of the franchise. I mean, yeah. for example, um, I'll go into one specifically because I don't know if we'll have the chance to bring it up later, but the... I, I love the fact that they really went in because in the first film, you know, it mostly takes place in the bathroom, which is quite, yeah. while it's disgusting and dirty, you know, set, it's relatively well lit compared yeah, that's, to, yeah, that is um, compared to basically the rest of the films. Every other trap we see from now from from now on yeah, is like the raised wire trap and the wax trap from the first film, where it's just it's got this green hue on it, this tint. Yeah. Um, which has just become such a trademark of the Saw franchise. And I really, and it's like a character of its own within the films, right? Just this, like, it just, it just, it's just unpleasant and disgusting. And it's like, and the way um, I was from the documentary, seeing the cast and the crew, like it's the kind of, when they were on set, it's the kind of place you want to have a shower as soon as you get off the set. And that really um, shines through in the films, um, which I really enjoy. I really appreciate that that is, they looked at the first film and they decided those some though you know for example those are some of the things that they brought through and carried into the rest. Um, mm. I think it was really interesting. Yeah, and I will say the sets, the sets in both of these films, like they're really like despite the well relatively quite low budget, it was they're really good. Like um, it doesn't really it doesn't show any like lacking or it doesn't like draw you out of it for any point. I mean. Yeah, it does help that the whole uh, the whole sequence inside the house was filmed in one house. So, I mean, why wouldn't you? I guess. Well, actually, but... the entire film was um, was filmed in one location, in one set in uh, Canada, and 
it's like a massive warehouse with 27 different rooms in it, 20 different sets, which they film this entire filming that's yeah so you're right it's literally all filmed in one house not just the plot like the actual traps but the entire film you know yeah. uh, which is obviously cool um yeah i mean that certainly that certainly helps i think i mean it keeps the fact that it's, it's all like kept quite close together yeah this is like a very well like this is a really well knit together film i'll say yeah um, even though it's it's is low budget i mean the first film was obviously low budget. You can tell that by watching it, and not because there was anything bad about it, but you, you can yeah. just tell there, there were certain limits, probably things they wanted to do but couldn't afford to do. Um, and in this film, I didn't get that. This was a, a much, much more of a polished effort. And I was really surprised when I saw how low the budget was. I thought this would be more like ten million or something because it, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of, um, lot of really great stuff that they did with with the set design and with uh, with everything. You know, there's quite a big cast compared to the first film as well yeah um, a lot and the there. traps themselves are a bit more elaborate so i think that's really good um mm. and and it, it really surprised me that this was only four million dollar budget and um, first of all why didn't they invest more but secondly you you're glad they didn't because obviously budget doesn't guarantee quality as, as, we, as we well know yeah we, we, yeah we certainly know that well um i feel it's only appropriate to jump into it let's jump in then so because. we open with the Venus flytrap. Yeah. So, well, the uh, the face, the death face trap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is like that. Um, this is like the head of that thing that one of the uh, was it? Oh, it might have been Val Kilmer's. Someone's Batman had like a um, had like that 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 torch device from like like South America or something. Um. Where like you stand in it and it would like close on you and it's got all these spikes in it, but it's not like it obviously wouldn't actually do that. Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Well, um, this is like this is a fucked up track, man. And it's great that they just open the film with something like this because obviously the iconic um, trap from the Saw franchise, which was established in the first film, was the reverse bear trap. And what yeah. they did here is they didn't use the same trap. They just they kind of did something similar like in in the in the same theme but obviously a different style which is cool um and this this is a really fucked up one we're going to go go on to rank this against the worst trap from the first film which we established yeah. the, the wax trap but this one is bad man not because of the trap itself because at least this one's a quick death but the fact that he yeah. has to get the key from behind his eye like yeah man he turns on the tv and then he sees you know jigsaw he's like oh you know, this is where it's. Hit. I'll give you a clue. Continuing right to before, before it's your in eyes, his fucking eyeball, man. Um, yeah. So, and all he's given when he when he pulls the thing off, and he he like looks in the in the fucking toolbox. He's only got a scalpel in there. That's so fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I to be fair, what else are you going to use a spoon? Well, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> um, I found that interesting. That's the other parallel to this in the reverse bear trap from the first film is because all Amanda got was a scalpel as well yeah. to dig out the things. So. Yeah, but at least she had to dig out someone else, not herself. Yeah, man. Um, and the fact that when he's watching the take back where Jigsaw is, he's watching. It's like there's a there's a cut. It's like yeah. oh, don't worry, like um, you know, you see Jigsaw there, like fucking doing surgery on the guy man while he's like he's 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 out cold and it's like don't worry you can't feel a thing 
and the guy's like literally fucking putting this like digging his eye out man and like putting this key in and it's like oh it's fucking disgusting the makeup and everything they did for this is like so spot on mm. um this is a really fucked up trap man yeah, and man, go on, yeah just, just just for it being the very beginning you just think yeah this guy's just not gonna get out is there? otherwise there's no shock value is there <laughs> yeah that's right um yeah i mean it's always always in, I, I mean yeah a someone failing to get out of the trap but this time we see it in life i think this might be the first trap we see someone die in while it's happening on screen because in the first film we see the guys um the razor trap and the wax yeah, trap. yeah they're, they're all they all happened a while ago it's, happens in a flashback yeah because the police find it and then they like work out what happened this one we actually see happening in real in real time well, you've got you got uh, the uh, officer in the previous one who died from the uh, very uh, very educational shotgun trap. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, at least this one's a quick death. But I think this is going to be like from all the traps in this film, this is one which yeah, one, one that I would not want to be in. Yeah, fuck. Um, we'll come on to rank this one. So Venus flytrap. Then we uh, we cut over to Eric Matthews. Uh, played by Donnie Wahlberg, brother of Mark Wahlberg. You knew that, right? Yeah, I totally knew that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've, I've watched this film the first few times, and uh, I was like, this guy looks familiar, yeah, man. Yeah, he looks like another famous actor. He, he, he's the spitting image of his brother, man, just like with a slightly worse hairline. Um, so yeah, I I I I and I was I, I realized I was like he looks a bit like someone I know, man. I looked up his name Wahlberg, and I'm like, oh shit! And then I realized and I'm like, oh yeah, that's really cool. Um, so he gets to have his are you winning son moment. Yeah, it's almost like you've got an A-list actor in this film, but obviously he's not. But like he's still a, a very relative of one. Yeah, and he's yeah. like he's a good actor. This guy, I really like. I really got into his character because he's like he he's really able to convey a lot of. Like deep emotions, like laid emotions, with a you know, in yeah, sort of you know, drunken rage. At the end of the day, you know, it's this is why it kind of annoys me when people label saw films as just torture porn, bad plots, um, you know, just a horror film. They're not. I mean, they are all those things, but they're. I mean, without the pl bad plot, they the they plot are they're torture porn and they are like you know horror films, but they're also like psychological thrillers with really good acting and story behind them. Um, yeah, otherwise there wouldn't be like seven of the mainline, would there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like people people wanted them. No one like, yeah. you know, yeah. like a film doesn't, you know, other film series is where it's just torture porn. They don't, they're not like super successful immediately. The reason why Saw was so popular was because it had that like amazing twist at the end and so on. That made so That's many right. people go and get this, you know, like on DVD and so on. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not just... Oh, they're like, oh yeah, I saw someone get like, you know, had to saw their own foot off. That was sick. Like, yeah, that's yeah, you're right. That's a really good point because you don't really see many horror franchises where they continue on from each other. It's usually, I mean, I don't know, like if I can name an example, like Wrong Turn or some shit like that. It's you know, yeah, it's the same, effectively the same things happening, but to completely different people. Whereas this is like, okay, yeah, the traps are, but there's always like two plots going on and one is with Jigsaw and then later on someone like Hoffman or whoever and there's always yeah. that continuation and that literally, that timeline carries along across seven films. That's very fucking impressive. And obviously in the eighth film, they're trying... I, I, I don't want to spoil things. Yeah, I haven't seen the eighth film, so don't spoil it. Okay, okay. 
Well, uh, you'll see. But anyway, um, anyway, so yeah, we meet Eric Matthews, um, and you know he's got he's you know we we get a just quick glimpse into his life where he's at. He's got this fucking son, man, who's a dickhead. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I, I want to ask you something, Henry, because when I watched Would the I disown um, him, yes. <laughs> no, when I when I watched the behind the scenes, I, I I discovered the the supposed age of this kid. How how old do you think he was supposed to be in this film? Well, this is American casting, so I'm guessing he's supposed to be twelve. How old do you think he was? How old do I think he like the actor was or the yeah, kid's yeah. supposed to be? Sure. The actor's probably like he looks like no no younger than eighteen. He's seventeen. And his character's meant to be seventeen as well. But I got the opposite impression. I got the impression he was like fourteen or something, man. Like he doesn't he looks like when's he gonna hit puberty, man? I don't know. Like <laughs> There's a bit later on in the film where one of the guys goes, "Yeah, man, you've got juvie written all over you." I'm like, "Are you sure about that?" Really? This guy looks like a choir boy, man. Well, anyway, he's got an attitude, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck you, dad." You know, like, uh, and his dad, you know, Matthew's a bit of a deadbeat himself, and yeah, he's uh, like, "Yeah, I'm so glad mum left you." Yeah, man. Oh, I think I might go home early. You know, like fucking. Oh, you're a better cop than a father. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So we get a bit of those, like you know. Yeah, but to like, be fair, imagine arresting your own kid, like. Yeah, it's bad, man. But it's like it doesn't. It, it we although what I like is what I appreciate. Yeah, is they don't need to have, beat you over the head with it. You just get one scene. You know yeah, where you're it at. Doesn't last too long. You move it's just on. Like we get it, you know. You move on very quickly. Mm. He's uh yeah so then. He, he's called over to the scene. Eric Matthews is called over to the scene by uh, Kerry, who was yeah, in by the his first like, film. psycho partner. Like, yeah, what the fuck? It's cool that we get a recurring character as well because mm. uh, from Saw One, Saw Two, we have three recurring characters. We have John Kramer, we have Kerry, and we have uh, uh, Amanda, of course, as well. So yeah, that's... don't forget Adam's corpse in the bathroom. Yeah, and his foot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, yeah, star, yeah, starring <laughs> Carrie Alwes's foot. So anyway, we get Carrie there, and she she calls him over to the crime scene, which is of the Venus flytrap. Sorry, my dog's getting involved here. I don't know if you can see him. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, yeah, so anyway, she she's like, oh yeah, check out this guy's a rat. Oh yeah, that's by the way, we've got to mention this is why the guy was in the saw, the flytrap in the first place because he was a grass, he was a snitch. Oh yeah, he um, was an informant. An informant, exactly. So yeah, I, I was like, stitch, I, get stitches, man. Jigsaw's one of us. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> felt bad for the copper here because, like, his partner was like, "Oh yeah, oh, you, we're pretty sure this is him." But and then he's like, "Well, couldn't you just look at him and tell?" And he's like, "Oh, she's like, oh well, that's the problem." And then yeah. like, yeah, therein lies the problem. And then she's like, "Oh yeah, here's your partner." It's like he's like completely fucked up. And then this guy's scarred for life from it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and you're exactly. Like you're not gonna preference by saying like. Yeah, his uh, face got kind of you know like messed up by this trap. So you might wanna you might wanna you know take That's a breather. That's a fucked up you trap, man. At least it's a quick death. That's the only thing. Like a lot of these traps, just like slow, painful deaths. Yeah. Burning to death or fucking bleeding to death or fucking whatever. You know, like th this is like all right, all those nails are going in your face. You're done, man. You know, I think that's a very quick death. That's that's the most you can really ask for in a sword trap, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but, my death but I mean, if you're in one. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So, yeah, he identifies the fact that, yeah, that's him. He's got the jigsaw piece cut out of him. There's some fucking uh, shit on the wall which says, uh, look closer, Detective Matthews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they call them over specifically. Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, anyway, so they go back to the office and she, them two are having a fucking bit of Barney there with uh, Kerry and, and Matthews. Like, oh, yeah, you fucking this and that. I've got my first Sigma line here. You do. Where, um, you know, he's like, he's refusing to even look at her, man. And then, because he's pissed off with her, right? And then she goes and grabs him by the arm. And he's like, what if I'm asking? You know, and then he goes, can't help you. Brushes the arm off and goes back to his desk, man. So, bit of, bit of, bit of Jack Nicholson, uh, John Napier. Yeah, uh, John yeah Napier, so, someone watched Batman 89 before, <laughs> before they went to the office. I don't know. Yeah, man. Um, so, that's my first uh, Sigma nomination. Uh, anyway. Um, they somehow work out, they look back at the tape, they work out where Jigsaw's hideout is, so bang, we get in the fucking SWAT car, SWAT van, we see, uh, Detective Rig as well, who doesn't play a prominent part in this film, but we'll see more of him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, they fucking, they go to Jigsaw's hideout. Right? Yeah, that's the thing I found, like, in, in, like, from the second film, you think they probably would have thought in the office, like, oh, they, um, we've got, like, this really, you know, my beloved i'd say character jigsaw now let's like drag out his arc as long as possible but they're literally in second film police have already raided his house like they're not, really they're not, they're not you know wasting any time here yeah because in the first film the, f- the first film is all about the plot really and how it unravels and they leave everything until the end so it's like it's not a slow well it is quite a slow build-up because it's you're in the bathroom and they're like working things out as they go along yeah and they find out more and more stuff as they go along in this film is i love that in fight and i was fucking surprised by that watching it last night even though i've seen this film you know a handful of times yeah i was like shit like we're yeah. already in jail yeah, like they feel like firing start. on all cylinders like yeah man so but I, fact, it's, that's it's kind great. of almost like uh a little bit like overwhelming for like the police as well though because like that's why it takes them so long to figure out what's going on because so much is happening that they can't like really think straight and then think what if this is previous footage like well i don't know i mean this is this is definitely not a film you'd want to be late for in the cinema that's for sure yeah um yeah that's for sure i'd be be confused as shit so they rock up at jigsaw's hideout they kick down the door uh on their way up some stairs um they see billy the puppet laughing (laughs) at them and who is uh, now who is now i may mention not controlled by a fishing oh, yeah. line uh, in the previous, like in the previous film, they actually uh, could afford to make him mechanical. Yeah, that's where the budget went. Um, <laughs> Just be the puppets, you know, we, um, pit my ride. Yep, we get our second trap, which is like this shin breaker, which is fucking horrible. Man. Yeah, that and that oh, sound effect they use. Yeah, the sound editing is amazing in this film. Yeah, and, I, I, I really, I really hope that that SWAT officer learned something about his life then. You know. That was disgusting, man. Because you see, you only see it for a split second, but you just see his fucking like leg, like this, and then the yeah. fucking block going into it, and just like snapping it back. And oh, it's fucking disgusting, man. Yeah. Fuck that shit, man. Um, and then they all get electrocuted as well, like just just for just for insurance. Yeah. Exactly. Um, They're all given like personal joy buzzers. Yeah, man. So anyway, they go up and uh, they they when then they they. He's there right in front of them, John fucking Kramer, man. Yeah, he's not even running now. He's just because he's hooked up to his IV drip, and he. <laughs> yeah. He's also, uh, he's still donning his cloak from the first film, Inside Out, of course. Um, and yeah, man, he's straight in there. He's fucking antagonizing Eric Matthews. He's winding him up. Oh, yeah, he first gets in there and he goes, Is this close enough? You know, for the. Yeah, is that uh, how's your son, by the way? Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, and he's like, he's really fucking, he's like straight away getting straight. Yeah, he's proper whining. Like, he knows this guy got like anger issues or something. Yeah, for sure, man. But what's really good is the, like I said, the acting from Donnie Wahlberg really sells that because even though he's not yeah. overly angry at the beginning, you can see he's got this sort of face, of like this calm face, but you can see like the rage you can see it boiling underneath. Yeah, he like he want he'd do anything just to fuck him up, man. And he's just he's just stood there. He's sat there like trying to control himself, basically the whole film. That's mm. like really good, like laid acting, man. Got to say, um, we get you know the the iconic uh, quote here from Jigsaw. Oh yes, wait, let me do. It. Oh yes, there will be blood. And, yeah, as well uh, because like they've all got like a nerve agent in them. Yeah, and they yeah that's right. Yeah, they, he yeah he uh, fucking the people in the house those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, it's like, oh, you're, oh, I'm worried about your problem. And it's like the problem in their office. And they go and fucking open up, they see all the computers there, the monitors, and they're like, oh, shit, that's my son. Comes back, your son is in a safe and secure state. Um, so remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, remember and that he's safe and secure. This is my second Sigma, uh, um, quote, or not even, this isn't, well, it is a quote, but, um, when he goes over, right? When he's like, "Oh, let me let give me a phone." Like Eric Matthews, like, "Give me a phone." Let me call my son. He calls his son, and yeah. he's taking the time to record a voicemail on his son's phone to say, "I'm sorry, Daniel's not here at the moment." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's probably just like bored or something, waiting for the police to turn up. He's like, "Oh, I know this is gonna really piss him off." Yeah, man, <laughs> that's like some next old dark sigma shit, man. Um, just to fuck with the guy, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you could have either done that, I'll just have Billy the Puppet laugh down it. I, 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 I just love it, because he's just got, he's literally just gone and, like, met Jigsaw, comes back, calls the phone, and just hears his voice, and he's like... <laughs> yeah, then he comes oh. back, he's like... Yeah. And obviously, it gives just that little extra, like, just, just shows, you know, Jigsaw's, uh, John Kramer's actual attention to detail there, and anticipating everything in a very small way, and in a... Maybe I'm a bit sick for saying it, but a humorous way, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, this guy has thought of everything, you know? Mm. Um, so anyway, then we uh, we get to actually get inside the house trap. So we have uh, eight people in this room. Um, five men, three women and a child. Sorry, four men, three women and a child. Yeah. Um, one of whom is uh, Amanda. So she wakes up. She's the last one to wake up. Um, they're all like, "What the fuck are we doing here, man?" Yeah, you got you got the giant like you know drug dealer guy. He's like, yeah, he's just there to be you know the lunk of the group. Yeah, he is, man, and he plays up to it really well. I mean, throughout this film, he's like just yeah. Fucking... It's, it's, it's like a very easy. That would be a very easy role for like someone to overact in or like kind of do it over the top, but he doesn't. I mean, all these characters are pretty like two dimensional, right? But they're all really effective in doing that. They're all mm. like you know. It, you, you're not you don't sit there at any point and question any of them you're like yeah you know this is like they're they're all convincing in their own way it's just it's good casting to be fair as well good writing this you know um we got a whole bunch of them we'll, we'll break them down as we as we come along no pun intended but uh what we have here yeah amanda wakes up she finds the tape in like the brick wall and um you know i like I, amanda's character is good and like what she goes on to do in the franchise but I think in this film she's the weakest. I'm not convinced. Yeah, because it's that. like it's a bit I, overacting at, at times, don't you think? I always question, like, really, what what she needs in this film? Is it just so they can say she's in all of them, like, along the way? So it doesn't like if they put her in the third film, like, she's magically just there. 
Well, I think it was important because we go on to discover a little bit. I mean, there is a reason as we go on to discover why she's in there. But, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I think, yeah, it wasn't really necessary, but I think it added just an interesting element. And and the fact that, obviously, when you were going to this film, never having seen all the others, and you're like, oh, that's the girl from the first film in the reverse bear trap. Wow, you know, like, yeah. Shawnee Smith, you know, it's like, I don't know. Um I don't know what they were doing with her hair though in the film. I don't know. Yeah, what, true. What, yeah, that's that's the that one thing. That like, like, like made me sort of like she's got the fucking. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It's just like, like a really bad, bad like a weak, draggable or... character or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, whatever. Um, so anyway, they basically fucking decide they they find a key as well, and they're like, let's get out of here. Open the door, and the Mark Corrigan of this uh, of this room, <laughs> he goes and gets shot in the face by the gun behind the door. So. That's yeah, pretty. I hope, he, I hope he learned something from that. Yeah, that was really a meaningful trap. But um, again, quick death, nothing too fancy. It just like you know, just there to like fuck everyone up, and obviously emphasize the fact they've got to play by the rules because yeah, the door exactly. ended up opening by itself didn't it, eventually. Anyway, so then we uh, then we yeah, get back. Hand, to- they also they also are told that the uh, they they all have the numbers before. Um, Oh yeah, in the back the, uh, of them. the safe, right, which has antidote in it for the uh, nerve agent in their veins, um, which is apparently like Jigsaw's favorite thing to say when he says coursing through someone's veins. I know it's that as well. Yeah, there's a slow-acting agent coursing through your veins. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, all the uh, all the numbers they have just in the back of their minds. Hmm. Although I think that's really like I really think that's a really interesting way they did that because it's like. That that is the trademark of these jigsaw of, of these films. You really have to pay attention to what he says, and they, you know, and everything has like a double meaning. And not everything is as it seems. There's always double meaning behind these things, and I think that's really like it's really good because it always that's what makes the ending so impactful. Yeah, because it's right? like, and and when you rewatch the films as well, then you hear even say these things, and you're like, oh shit, you know, and then you know what it means, and then. It's uh, no, it rewatch value as well, right? So anyway, um, we get back to Eric Matthews with John Kramer. And he, he's explained the rules, but he's like, oh, I just want to talk, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, all you have to do is sit here and talk with me, essentially. Yep. Uh, he's just testing his patience. That's literally, that's Eric Matthews' trap um, for now. And... What we get here is a little bit of, um, you know, his his backstory, whatever. He's like, oh, let me introduce myself. I'm John Kramer. And he goes, I thought you could, you know, you, you like to go by the name Jigsaw. And he's like, no, I didn't. You know, that's just what the tabloids yeah. called me. The Jigsaw was only ever a symbol, uh, a missing piece uh, of human, the fabric of, of human nature, which is the survival instinct. So if one of his victims doesn't have the will to live, that's the missing piece. So he cuts out, which I think is a pretty cool. It is, yeah, it's not like. I don't know why it took me only this time to realize what he meant because, like, the first time I was probably like just too tired to understand him. But um, I th- I thought that was quite good because it's not just like a little gimmick, like they yeah. on the surface it looks like. But then he actually explains, no, actually this is all part of my ideology and this was very well thought through. And I do <laughs> wonder if um if that was the thinking in the first film because obviously the jigsaw pieces in that as well, but um. I wonder if this is something that the scriptwriter for this film, who was also the director, if he sat there and thought, okay, if he already had that explained for him, or if he thought of that himself, like what could this jigsaw thing represent that? But either way, it's it's very cool. Um, 
And then uh, he asks for a glass of water in the most frail old man way possible. Yeah, it's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, yeah. He's like, shaky now, like, and he's like, it's it's crazy, man. He's just like, at the end of the day, he's he's like a frail old man, but he's like this super villain as well. It's fucking, Hmm. it's so interesting. Yeah, it does play with your expectations quite a lot in this. Yeah, definitely. And he's like really fucking with Eric Matthews, man. He's just like halfway through explaining thing. Oh, can you give me a glass of water? Yeah, it's um, like your son is in. Uh, can you, uh, can you just, you know, yeah. turn off the light over there? Um. Anyway, so we get back to uh, the guys in the house. Uh, we get our third Sigma quote here because they they arrive at a door. Well, actually, it's in the in the frame here that we have on screen um, for the audio listeners, and. Um, it's it's the door like an exit, which the big guy uh, Xavier can't open, and uh, she goes, "Oh, you fucking!" Calls him something, and he goes, "Oh, what do you know? The only door you..." And he like does the whole bullet. The only door you know how to open is between your legs. <laughs> like yeah, he goes, she just tells him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like yeah, man. Um, I think that's got to go into our stigma quote. Yeah, he's got the proper like fucking. American high school fucking bully like thing he's doing. Big time, man. He's the jock, man. You know, he's like fucking shoving kids in the locker rooms. You know, shit, stealing. <laughs> yeah, like, giving him like so drug dealer, man. Been in. He's got the prison tattoos. I love it, man. It's just like just a proper hallmark. Yeah, man. it's like, like some people like you can you can like knock him for being oh yeah two dimensional, but he he does he plays that like to a T, man. Exactly. What, what more do you want, man? Um, anyway, they find a door to the basement, uh, where they find a furnace, the furnace trap. Um, and we, we, there's like a fucking, I didn't know if that was a dead body or a puppet in there, or like a mannequin or some shit. It might, it might have been like, uh, like a dead body with like a mask over it, something like that. Yeah, a bit confusing there, but whatever. Um, the point is there's a tape in there for Obi, and, uh, and it turns out that Obi is the... The Sigma male of the group who uh, kidnapped them all. Yeah, and he's like the silent one. He's the most Polish-looking guy ever, as well. <laughs> but um, he he's he's really like the Sigma among them, isn't he? He's like not talking, you know. Yeah, I didn't, I, yeah. I, until that point, I hadn't even noticed he was there. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was just like because he was probably he probably woke up and he was like, oh shit, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, he probably shit himself because he's like, oh, hope they don't find out. Yeah. But uh, as well, he's there, and he's like earlier. He like um, adjusts the painting and stuff as well, doesn't he? So like when I when I rewatch it, I do notice him. But uh, yeah, he's like up until this point, it's like oh yeah, shit, that guy. Um, yeah, Obi. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's like, like the silent Obi. one. He's like just observing everyone. But yeah, you're right. He's also shitting himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. In this tape, just jigsaw just baits him out. He's like, yeah, this guy kidnapped you all. Yeah, yeah. He fucking exposes him, man. And the guy Xavier's like, yeah, get get us the fuck out of here, you know. And then and then this is like, it's like this guy's like, fr- this guy's like, yeah, he's a, got a knife like an actual like... unironic Sigma male man because he's like puts the knife against his neck, man. And then he like presses against him. If you're gonna, you know, threaten me, you might as well cut me, you know, like shit, man. He's like, what the, what the fuck, man. <laughs> They're all like, this guy just and even Xavier's like spooked out. He's like, what the fuck is this guy, man? Um. Anyway, so he he he's like, yeah, well, I guess I'm going in then. Yeah, and he's, then he's, he's make him crawl into an oven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, this is where he, this is where it's a bit 
like confusing for me because he just goes and changes character. Suddenly he's starting to talk to himself. He's like, oh yeah, yippity do. I got my one and this one. Make a photo of this one. And oh yeah, oh, I'm going to have roast dinner for lunch. And oh yeah, great. You yeah, know, it's like, I don't know. Um, that was a bit, but you know, the fucking, the point is, oh, I've lost my pen. Man. Um, the, 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 that's the funny thing. He's doing all this, like, and I, and you think, like, oh shit, this guy's gonna play a big part. He just goes in this oven trap and fails and dies. Yeah, he just gets burned to death. The thing is, I never understood is, like, it's an oven, and you, you've already seen, like, some traps here so far. Why wouldn't you think just to, like, maybe block the door with, like, your shoe or something? Yeah, man. I mean, this is a pretty, like, not embarrassing or humiliating death. I don't really know what to, but it's just, like, you know, this guy, he doesn't get, like, um, the death that he would have selected. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you're like, and, like, die on his knees and stuff, uh, die on his feet, whatever. But, like, he goes in here, just he's just, like, starts screaming like a bitch, man. I mean, of course he would. But it just seemed yeah, like yeah, he, just bitch, started, he just changed. He just changed character. I don't know. Like all of a sudden. But yeah, then yeah. again, this he is what Jigsaw's doing. He's exposing people for who they are, man. You know, like are they really about it? That trap, by the way, was pretty much entirely practical. There were real flames in there. It actually set them on fire. Huh. Well, no, no, no. It did. There was it a did. stuntman. Yeah, there was a stuntman in there, obviously with fireproof trousers and stuff. But um, there's a stuntman in there. He was on. He was like had flames on him and shit. It was like. Pretty much practically done, so you know that's quite interesting. That's actually that's, that's actually pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, they like fully. They're watching this documentary. They like constructed the furnace pretty much, and it was mostly practical. Obviously, that you could remove the sides so they could film inside there, but very interesting. Yeah, they, they uh, melted like sixty cameras trying to get the right shot. Yeah, uh, yeah, they try and get him out, but it's too hot, and they try and smash the window. Oh man, you get the fucking yeah, Titanic the print, remix, man. man. Like the hand on the window, but it's not like. Hot lovemaking, man. It's hot fucking death, man. You know, he's like puts the hand on the fucking window and then fucking smashes his own head through it, and he's like, fucking dies, man. <laughs> so, um, pretty brutal. Uh, anyway, we get back to Kramer and Matthews, and uh, Kramer goes on to um, explain his literally his villain origin story. Yeah, um, he explains, you know, I've never murdered anyone. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, yeah, you're a serial killer, and he's like, I never killed anyone. Yeah, just very, very fucking dubious, but very anyway. liberal. Yeah, man. Although, yeah, I mean, and it's then like, Eric okay, Matthews you didn't is, he's the player, He goes, yeah. well, putting a gun to the head and making them is still murder, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like literally like saying, oh, well, well and anyway. Forgive but me if I mentioned mention that name. The, then, uh, forgive me if I mentioned this last week, but I actually looked up the laws of like how that would work in in America for yeah, how he state. would be. So he wouldn't be charged. He would be charged for murder, but second degree murder. So that's to the letter of the law. So he is technically, in the eyes of the law, murderer, but second degree murder. So it's yeah, not but like... who's to say that the justice system is right in this country? Well, who's to say exactly? That's my argument, and it's not this country. Yeah, hashtag free jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, uh... <laughs> free jigsaw. Yeah, man. Did nothing. <laughs> Even though he's fucking dead. Didn't kill anyone. Yeah. Anyway. And he goes, yeah, and he explains his origin story. He's like, yeah, man, uh, fucking, uh, you know, how would you feel if you knew the day you would die? You know, yeah, it changes your life. Changes your life. And this is what is really cool. And obviously this is what they touched on in the first film and then develop in this film where the premise for all of this is really actually believable. Because yeah, his like, philosophy is like way deeper in this. Yeah, it's like... actually like there's actually some real fucking deep meaning behind these films, which is why it just annoys me when people just completely ignore that because this is a guy who 
is told the day he's going to die, he actually and 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 how that changes your life and how that would you know how that could affect someone that is you know fucked up in the head anyway like like John Kramer is I suppose, but um, I think it's just fast it's a fascinating concept to go and explore and unique you know I don't, I, I don't you know this uh, yeah it's like uh, you know like people can go there the people will go their entire lives they'll be drinking like I don't know, a glass of water but they will never really taste it yeah man while it's, it's, like, shit, having a little... it's like it's it's crazy that you have a film like this that actually i mean for me anyway does make you walk away and go yeah shit man you know like this is what i really like about these so this is why the saw franchise is so good for me because it it does make you question your your morality a little bit like like some of the best sci-fi films do or films like you know this is what some of the greatest films christopher nolan whoever you want to mention they go out to make a film to make you question your own you know your your morality or your your existence or whatever like matrix you name it man these films like design and i think saw films genuinely will make you do that if you're paying attention to what's going on and you're not just there for torture porn You'll go there and you'll go, shit, man, yeah, like, cherish your life, all these things. And even though, obviously, John Kramer is going about preaching that message in a very violent, fucked-up way, yeah, what it does is explains why he arrived at that kind of... I think it's it's really, actually, genuinely intriguing way of, you know, setting up a whole franchise. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and, like I said, first of all, it's believable, you know? Um, but the officer's just not having any of his shit. He doesn't give a fuck, yeah, man. He goes on as well to explain um, that he had a failed suicide attempt. He's like, oh, yeah, I tried to take my own life. And he fucking yeah, pulls the biggest pull of all time out of himself. Yeah. Um, this is a bit weird. This scene always is weird for me because you're seeing, like, John Craig. Like, what, what I don't like about this film, and I know it's necessary for, like, you know, the actual storyline, but you see... What I like about John Kramer and, and all these all the films except you didn't this see him that, too much. No, he's always in control and he's always like sure of himself and he's you know he's never like um, vulnerable in a sense in that he's like he's being like in this film he's like violently fucked up twice. The first one is where he's like tried to kill himself and then like pulling something out of his own. Yeah, and they're on where. Then he's all like fucked up and scared and shit, man. You're like. It's a bit strange to yeah, see. But that explain like, how he changed, how his life changed it, and all that. Yeah, that's true. Then later on, where he gets beaten up, but then he probably expected that at some point. I guess. Um, so he has this failed suicide attempt, and he goes, you know, after that, I decided to dedicate my life to testing the fabric of human nature, which is fucking like, you know, like. Yeah, pretty fucked up. up. <laughs> But it's, it's, you know, these films, this is what they make you do. They make you sit there and, like, for all of these traps, they make you sit there and go, what would I do, you know? And, like, you know, and you don't know because obviously the adrenaline and everything, but it does make you, oh, well, like, how much how much blood would you spill to save your life? Or whatever it is, you know, it's, like, it's actually a really interesting concept, I think. Mm. Um, so, anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, we go back to the uh, guys in the unless you have anything more to answer. No, I don't know. I don't really. Like, you don't identify with the John Kramer cause, eh? Yeah. S sorry, I'm not a real Kramerite. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, we go back to the house. Uh, Amanda, she she's like explaining her origin story as well. Uh, how, you know, obviously, well, what we already knew in the first film where she was a heroin addict and that's why she ended up in the bear trap. That's why John Kramer selected her for that trap. And did she learn a lesson? Not really, because then she started self-harming 
And that's why she's back in a Yeah, John Cromer doesn't like it when you self-harm guys. Yeah, having been there himself. Um, so anyway, but uh, so she set it back into a saw trap and it's like, that's, this is why I'm here. Um, and then we basically get into the needle pit room trap. Yeah, which is, uh, you, may, you may have seen something about this in the, uh, the making of, but like, there's like 120,000 needles and then yeah. they had to replace it took them four days to replace all the the ends and so on and so forth that's right and they had to like essentially <laughs> lube up the pit so you could actually move around in it yep. <laughs> that's right, right. It's, yeah it's uh, really interesting i mean now, um, i don't know well, that that this pit you could you could really easily game it just by like everyone take off your jacket chuck it in there someone like you lower right. someone in but obviously you know, like shoes head. on your feet and then like use them to shovel through yeah. Um, whenever I watch like top ten lists, top ten like saw traps or whatever, this is usually right up there. I think it's a it's a funny one. This is like quite a polarizing trap because I think a lot of people obviously have a phobia of needles. Some people just can't handle needles. I don't some know about people you. love needles like me. Well, yeah, some people. Well, yeah, and and you this COVID Jigsaw, as well, which we won't also, go into. But also, when I saw this, Jigsaw's got to be a fucking billionaire with how much drugs he's got in there, unless yeah. it's just like. But I don't know, because well, Amanda likes that somehow. Yeah, the needle... Well, I don't know, like... For me, of all the traps, I think this is one I would personally, like, if I had to choose one, this is probably one of the ones I wouldn't mind... Yeah, because it's... it's the, you you know, have more kind of control over it, so to say. The thing, the, yeah, the thing I'd be, like... The biggest concern for me would be uh, getting some kind of infection off the dirty needles. But other than yeah, that... True. I, th- I think I think that that'd be largely curable. So <laughs> do you reckon, do you reckon John Kramer has been like collecting like needles off the street for like years to get this trap? <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Um, this it just like, has like a, yeah. it has like a. It's funny to me yeah. how this trap was actually intended for Xavier as well, but Amanda ends up in it, and it's so funny because Kramer obviously wouldn't have intended that, but it turns out that's actually quite fitting since she's a heroine, or she, although she's already been. She's already been through the test for that, so it's kind of unfair. I don't know. Yeah, the thing true. about this film as well is that there was there because there were eight people. There were meant to be eight traps, but obviously some of them don't survive to actually yeah, get some the, trap. the guy died like two seconds in, you know. Right. Well, he he did fall to a trap, but anyway. Um, one thing I wanted to comment upon as well um, is the 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 tape that they find. Like he's like, yeah, think of it as <laughs> finding a needle in a haystack. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has a little laugh. Oh, that, like, was yeah, really bad, that was bad. Like the the sore laugh on the tape, and he does it a couple of times in this film. But on the tape, it's especially like feels really like out of place. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, the needle pit. What do you think about that trap, Henry? This is like one of the most famous saw traps. So yeah, I don't know. Like I would have just. How how are you with needles in general? I'm, I wouldn't have been too bothered, really. I would have just been like free drugs. Am I right? Nah. Um, I don't know. Like we said, this is if 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 actually Jigsaw, like you know, he intends. He's trying to foster some teamwork with these guys. Like, yeah, look at the back of your heads, guys. Or like, you know, you can work together through the power of friendship to get out of this. But they obviously don't. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's um. And and the funny thing about this trap is as well is you get like um like. She actually finds the key, which is pretty unbelievable. Like, she fucking yeah, found exactly. All, all those that. needles. 
and then gives it to Xavier, and he fucks up big time, man. He can't even unlock. He just like can't unlock the. Yeah, he fumbles so, it, man. What the fuck, man? Yeah, he proper fumbles it. Um, and then you get the fourth Sigma quote, and you know I think so far we've had quotes from like three different people. This is Xavier's second one where he goes, uh, which is fucking dumb as shit. So I don't really think this will end up winning, but uh, where he goes. The only thing you people... Because the, the whole point is that they've all got something in common, right? Which is like... Yeah. If they figure that out, then whatever. And um, and he goes, The only thing you people have got in common is holding me back. And then he fucking yeah, he just, <laughs> walks out there like, You sure, man? You just fucked up opening a door. like. But anyway, uh, I, I always find that. That, that, that quote was, cracks me up. Um, so, yeah. Um... At this point, so we go back to Matthews and uh, what's his name, Kramer. They're like, and, and the other cops, obviously. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're, they're getting fucking tired. They're running out of time. They're like, fuck this shit. So he's uh, like, yeah, destroy his work, you know. So Matthew, uh, Matthews yeah, does the most dramatic paper tearing ever, man. <laughs> yeah, he's literally just like, he's just ripping it right in front of them. And then John Kramer <laughs> yeah, just man. sat there like. Kramer doesn't give a fuck, man. I yeah, he's just like. I hope you're enjoy- enjoying destroying all this evidence, Mr. Matthews. And then, like, yeah, he's like just trashing the office, man. He's just like, I don't. He literally just doesn't care. Like by this point, I would have just realized. No, he probably doesn't really give a shit. He's probably got this all backed up on his Google Drive or whatever, you know. Yeah, man. And see that Uh Kramer. Yeah, and then Kramer starts shoveling the dirt, man. He's like, yeah, kind of guy that would plant evidence that would uh, shoot an unarmed suspect that would, you know. Yeah, like, the sort of person who beats his wife, you know. Yeah, exactly. The sort of person who uh, streams movies illegally. <laughs> um, so, you know, and and uh, Matthews is like, this SWAT guy's like, yeah, you can uh, excuse yourselves for a minute here while uh, all this incriminating shit comes out. So, um, so again, you know, Kramer's just pushing his buttons, just keeps, like, antagonising him, and obviously Matthews is getting close to really losing his shit. Um, we get back to the house where Xavier, he notices, he, of all people, is the one to notice the numbers. On the back of the neck. Yeah. Neck. So, uh, you know, oh, it's in the back of your mind. Literally, kind of. No, I wouldn't really say the back of your neck is your mind, but... Yeah. Okay, Jigsaw, someone fell yeah, biology. That's... All right, all right. I'll let you off that time. Uh... Yeah, he had to shave their heads just to, like, make a little spot, you know. Yeah, he kills. Uh, they have he uh, Xavier has a fight with uh, Jonas. Uh, you know the black guy. They um, and I like this guy, you know, because throughout the whole film, he's like the most chill one. Like, uh, and he's the yeah, kind he's, of he's biggest, trying to like you know he's get, trying he's to still... have a strategy, man. He's like, listen, you know, he's trying to like like calm everyone down, but there's you know he's he just yeah, he's, he's he's the real guy who believes in teamwork makes the dream work, he's but no MV, one else is he's on. He's the him. MVP, man. If if, if you know. Jigsaw was like, he, he would have got them out of there, man. I'm sure of it. He'd have got them all out if they just listened to him, you know, but yeah, there you go. Uh, he ends up biting it because uh, they have this, they've been carrying around this bat the whole time with fucking nails in it. And uh, he gets that in the back of his head, which is pretty fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't know why Xavier's just too fucking like, he couldn't have just asked him because I always remember because Xavier like cuts off the back of his neck at the end of the film. I always remember it as being. Um, oh, you have to do it with everyone, which is why he kills them. But no, all he has to do is just ask him, oh yeah, can you turn around the sex? It's just on the back of your neck. No one's going to do that, though. With Xavier there with a fucking knife in his head, like, yeah, turn around for a minute. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. just going like... to read the back of your neck. No one's going to do that. 
Yeah, but if, if it was me, I would literally, if I was, yeah, but this is the difference with between me and Xavier, you see, I would turn around just to show him, look, I've got one on the back of my neck too. Can you tell me what it is, yeah. please? Yeah, good point. Yeah, he's not very good at building trust, this he's guy. Not, this is the thing, he's not a thinker, but he's the one that actually discovered this shit first, which is like... Unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> um, as well, our uh, favourite 17-year-old going on 13 is uh, Daniel Matthews, <laughs> who's exposed as being Eric Matthews' son. They yeah. find a photograph of them together. It's like, what the fuck are you with this guy? He's like, oh, shit. And it turns out Eric Matthews is the one that planted evidence, put them all away, basically. Yeah. So um, that kid is lucky he wasn't with uh, Xavier and uh, Jonas when that discovery was made. He'd have fucking got... Yeah, Jigsaw's betting out people left, right, and centre in this film, man. Yeah, man, they'd have fucked him up. He just happens to be, when this discovery is made in a room with the three women who kind of yeah. just like spit on him and move on pretty much. <laughs> so you fucking lucky lad, man. Like the fact he got out of this film alive is pretty surprising, man. Hmm. Um, uh, as well, actually what kind of gets him out of the situation is the, the blonde one, the blonde girl, she, she, she just dies from the poison coursing through her veins. Yeah. Um. She. She. She just has. Yeah. Because I, I remember in that scene, she has cardiac arrest, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember that scene. I remember her being in that scene. I can never remember how she died. I was just, oh, yeah. she just fucking, you just, you know, bit the dust, as they say. Yeah, but it does. Uh, it does give a bit of real uh, danger because otherwise, like, no one ever dies from the shit coursing through their veins, right? Coursing through the veins. So, mm. um, it doesn't really seem a real threat. Well, it does, but like for the because they're coughing blood and shit, but then someone actually dies from it. And you're like, oh shit, this is actually like mm, yeah. for real. Um, and that is actually Kramer directly killing someone, really, isn't it? So yeah, it is technically. Although well, no, well, you know, no, 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 it's the same as any other trap because he he's technically giving them a, a way out. But if they don't find it, yeah, they're that's, that's living. Stupid, like right. Um, thanks, Jigsaw. And anyway, uh, Xavier, he starts chasing down Amanda uh, and uh, and Daniel. He finds the photograph along the way as well, so he's, like, really going to kill them. We get as well... Um, it, it's cut in between, so I'm just going to include this with this as well. Is uh, We get the, the trap that the stripper ends up in. Um, yeah. This yeah. pisses me off, man. Yeah, it does. That's, that's, what, that's what I was going to say. This is, the most an- this is the worst trap, but for annoyance, man. Sticks her hand through the thing... Oh no, my hand's been cut. I'm going to stick my hand through the other one instead of helping this one get out. But she is like just brain dead apparently. This, this, so. Yeah, this is literally just brain dead, man. And I want to give her the only little benefit the doubt you could give her is that she's like the fucking... Because uh, she walks in there, she's a bit like out of it, man. You can tell in like, you know, from the, the uh, poison course of <laughs> brains. So, you know, she's obviously like not got her best thinking cap on. But nevertheless... Yeah, you rock up at this box, you see the needle in there, and what is the most jarring thing is not just she puts the hand up, she pulls the needle out so she can see she's fucked it up, right? She like the, the liquid is like on the so there's nothing the antidote is gone because you fucked up. Yeah. Well, that, that was a bit like bit shitty from Jigsaw to like stick it down there, of course, like no one's gonna be able to pull it off. But like you got Yeah, like, it's like a rigged like Yeah, arcade. and then like you put yeah, it is this fucking rigged like um like a gypsy fucking, uh, f- like in uh, Thought Park, you remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The game. Yeah, but, like, so like an arcade game there. 
I, I was I I can't believe I managed to find a segue into mentioning the saw ride in, in Thorpe Park. I was literally watching the film last night and I was thinking, how am I ever gonna like mention that 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 cool ride in the in Thorpe Which Park? Which I've never how been. Ever, how am I ever and we I can't believe we actually found a genuine way of doing that. That's amazing. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, well done. Yeah, well fucking that is well done, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah Xavier, okay. it's funny as well because Xavier just walks into this room while she's fucked up and then he's like, Yeah, all right. He's just and like, Yeah, can what? I see the back of your neck? Goodbye. Do, do you know what though? I, like, that was really like tense for a second because I, I, you know, I think like, he's going to fucking rape her or some shit, man. You know, like straight up, to be fair. She's in like pretty vulnerable position, you know, like I guess. Um, and Xavier doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would think twice either, but obviously he's he's actually thinking with his head this one for, for, for a moment so uh, he goes and just gets the number off her because he goes and like starts like caressing her and shit you're like oh fuck what's he gonna do man but he's just there for the number not that number but uh, anyway then uh, we come back to Matthews and he's fucking he's, he's had enough so he goes and starts fucking up John Kramer man he's like just beating seven yeah, shakes like he snaps his finger you know oh, yeah man him. fucking again the sound design kicking in there it's like you're really feeling that shit man um, but Kramer, he's just like he doesn't give a fuck, man. He's just he's Heath Ledger's Joker before Heath Ledger's Joker. He's getting the shit kicked out of him, and he's just going. Yeah, because he said like, "Oh my cancer patient, can you really make me like any more pain in pain?" Like, yeah, 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 exactly. And he's like, "Yeah, your son's pissing blood now," you know, like, and then because earlier he's like, "Yeah, your son's gonna bleed out of every orifice, including his anus." So, <laughs> you know, um. He's like, he's just there. Matthews is just, just fucking, just being a dirty cop, you know, like that he clearly yes, he is. Does. Exactly. Um, but obviously, Kramer just, uh, just, just brings him to that point, showing his true yeah. colors. You know, that's that's what he's all about. Yeah, he, um, he like just forces it. He's like, he beats him up. And he's like, oh yeah, can you tell me where this is, by the way, so we can drive there. Yeah, puts a gun in his mouth and shit. This is what I just don't like. You know, I don't like seeing John Kramer on the ground, like even though he's still like in control. It's, I don't like seeing the guy fucking like that. You know, I don't know why, man. It's just like even though he's I, the yeah, antagonist, I can, I can get, I can get, you know I can I mean? get behind that. But also, it's like it makes the la- it makes the later part even more That's like true. the fact that he, he knew this yeah. shit was gonna happen. He's like, oh, he's <laughs> like. That's a great yeah. point. That's a great. I wonder point. if he knew how many fingers he get broken. You know. Yeah, that's a great point. Um. So yeah, he's like, uh, and but and then you get the line, you know, oh, I'll, I'll take you to the house, and you're like, you know, and Matthews is hearing that, oh, I said, oh great, but then again, you're like with the rewatch value, you're like, oh shit, you know, like because yeah. this thing, John Kramer, he just always chooses words so carefully, he's just like always manipulating the truth. He's like, I'll take you to the house. I'm not going to take you to your son. I'm taking you to the house, which is fucking empty. You can't <laughs> because your son is literally in that safe over there. Yeah, yeah, it's like. <laughs> I can assure you, detective, your son is in a safe. Wait, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's in a safe place. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, and this is really cool, man, because he's like, just press that button there. And then fucking the warehouse just turns into this hidden elevator, which just which is cool as fuck, man. Just like yeah. suddenly going down. That's like, what the fuck, you know? That's like really cool. Yeah, like Jigsaw's um, like, yeah, he since his last place got raids, he decides to do some upgrades, you know? Actually, he did have an elevator in that one too. But yeah, anyway. is it this? No, it wouldn't be. No, no. Because I've raised that um, one. 
<laughs> that must be pretty yeah, frustrating for John Kramer, man. He's like, when the place gets raided, he needs to set, set up shop in another warehouse somewhere. <laughs> Five blocks down, you know. Yeah, do you, do you reckon he, like, you know, people, like, do property valuing or, like, when they go around, you know, look, looking for houses for him, he's like, does this one have a basement that's uh, very yeah. spacious, you know? Does this one have uh, a section of the floor which becomes an elevator? Yeah, uh, does this one have any stairs where I could rig some traps? Yeah. Uh, what, what would you need that for, Mister Kramer? Oh, just, just uh, you know, pigeon. Yeah. Up. Any, any high ceilings are all for uh, some uh, uh, gun-related traps, you know. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, they fucking yeah. They, they anyway. So they get out there in the car, man, and an, an actual moving car, not like one being shaken. Yeah, it did. Look, the, the filming style made it look similar, but it's. Yeah, I, I kind of like that they brought that back because it's like yeah exactly it's just like it's, it's almost just, endearing you, you it is say. yeah yeah it is you're right yeah it's got the close-ups man on them it's just exactly the same style which i really like um and uh but they're flexing the budget by having a shot of the car moving you know <laughs> yeah like wow it's driving yeah uh and uh eric matthews he he enters the house and uh and it's so fucking good because you know and then we, we we're cutting between this and, and amanda like running away from xavier and you know you just you when you're watching this for the first time you're like shit they're happening side by side and you're like yeah. oh you know where's matthew's gonna find them and shit man is he he's got the gun drawn he's walking you like he's passing the bodies because they're still quite fresh but probably only by about an hour or two and you're like fuck you know and, and just i look this so it's so good because you just get this really effective plot twist and like it just gives it so much rewatch value as well it's like genuinely tense and like yeah fun. just the yeah. fact that he's like oh yeah because then right after roughly at the same time like the other the actual police team find out this right pre-recorded this is all happening simultaneously right so then uh so anyway so amanda in the meantime has well not in the meantime but you know she's uh she's gone back to the room where they all woke up in she finds a trap door in there which, yeah, they're uh, trying to stop Xavier from getting in. Right. Uh, she finds the trapdoor, which leads to the bathroom, which is so cool. I gotta say, just that. Well, I mean, the set actually had to be rebuilt for this. Yeah, um, completely rebuilt from scratch. That's crazy. It was so like, because I remember, like, I kind of forgot this was like a plot twist in it, but I was like, the lights are going. I'm like, huh, I think I remember this. And then it's just like damn you get like you know the foot yeah. there which is somehow not like a bone by now but and you got adam who uh you know dr gordon lied to him he didn't come back for him with help you know yeah man yeah <laughs> zep as well that's really <laughs> fucking cool yeah and in the behind the scenes thing it's like it's really interesting actually because obviously in the first film they 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 were uh they had the bathroom set and it was being torn down as they were filming the last few scenes right and in this film, they had to, like, they had no really... They just had to, like, literally watch the first film, get stills from it and rebuild it according to that and, like, get the yeah. right tiles. And they were counting tiles and stuff. It's fascinating, actually. Like, That's the thing, because they did it so well that I didn't realise that was the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, like, inspecting, like, every tile and so on, but it looks basically identical. Yeah, they get all the stuff. And the only thing that just was a little bit, like... It was really well lit in this film. Like the bathroom was too well lit for me. Yeah, it's too. It was very, very bright. Nitpick, but it's just yeah, it was very bright. It's very like a lot of blue lighting there, which is just a contrast to the whole film. 
Um, and I don't even think it was the same kind of lighting in, in the first one, but yeah, anyway, well, you know, very, very it's critical. But you know, you get some illusion. Anyway, yeah, they see the skeletons, including the little foot there. <laughs> um, and yeah, man, we get the fucking theme song kicking in. It's like how you know she, she's like you know well uh, how you she thinks quick, man, because I wouldn't have thought that. She's like you know how are you gonna read your own fucking number, you know, like if I don't tell you. And um, he just starts cutting his own neck. Yeah, he's like getting the knife and trying to look. <laughs> he's doing the funniest shit, man. He's trying to. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Knife. Um, and then yeah, he like fucking decides to cut a flap off his neck of flap of skin, which um, I don't know, man. Like you know, I would have. Yeah, by that point, yeah, he he really hates working with people, so he just decides to like. Yeah, he's so, like, adamant not to, like, you know, have help from anyone. He, like, cuts, like, almost literally cutting off your nose to spite your face, right? Yeah, exactly. But he's like, yeah, he's fucking cutting this flap off his back, which he then tucks away in his pocket. It's just disgusting, man. But yeah. I, I just, you know, the whole plot to it, every, the ending of this film is fucking fantastic. Yeah, exactly. But this particular moment is just the weakest part, because you've got this, like, really overacting from Amanda... A lot of people accuse Adam of doing this in the first one, overacting. I think his reaction was perfect. I, I, love, it. I loved it because it was, it was quite funny as well. In this one, it cuts to her too many times where she's just shaking, going like that, you know? It's just like, I didn't really like that. Um, and it, yeah, he's like cutting off fat. And you've got the music going, and yeah, it's like, but it's just not the same. The guy in the first one was cutting his own foot off. This is like a bit of a. I don't really know how he's worked out where it is because you know how yeah. it is man like you know yeah, you can't exactly. when you can't see so you just like you'll end up taking some of your shoulder off or something yeah exactly it's like i don't know um but and he just gets the exact i don't know it's just like uh, um to the music it's just at the end of the day, it's a guy standing up there doing this and it's like i don't know like yeah you could cut it all up and stuff and like it make it dramatic and stuff coming yeah. to her reaction as well but yeah but then yeah but so then, then, yeah they figure out it's all pre-recorded his son is indeed in a safe place. Oh wait, 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 because because just the little ending oh, yeah. of that thing is like they they think the son's dead, Daniel, but he fucking wakes up and slices Xavier's throat, man. Just like what the fuck, man? You're like, man, he's got the dog in him, you know? <laughs> he's yeah. like fucking woke up and like slit Xavier like fair play, man. Like that really that really caught me off guard. Rewatching it, I was like, I forgot. I always forget that happens because there's so much happening in this film. He just fucking like bang, like kills him, man. You're like, shit, fair play, man. Yeah. Um, and anyway, yeah, man. So yeah, then the SWAT team discover that shit. Like this is all this this isn't live. This is um, pre-recorded. Yeah. And yeah, your son is in a safe and secure state. Yeah, the, the safe just swings literally. open. He's just chilling there. Yeah, just literally swing. But it's, I love the way they film it because. I remember the first time watching the film, I was like, shit, man, because she's like, you don't see what's in the safe originally, so you're like, oh, fuck, you know, like, what what the fuck is going to be in there, man? Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, and I then, that too. And it took me a while to, like, I mean, obviously they explain it, but I'm like, I didn't realise who that was for the, for a moment, and then it's like, yeah, you're signing, like, oh, shit, man. And, um, and then, yeah, then we get to the ending, ending of this film, which is... Um, Again, someone's screaming. <laughs> yeah, Eric Matthews, he walks into the bathroom... And you and at this point, uh, before then, you're expecting him to find Amanda and Xavier and shit in there, but they're not. She's like, you know, he's just he's there. He's too late, but not too late. But you know, he checks the bathtub. Checks the bathtub. Amanda's in there with a the pig mask, and uh, we get this reveal. And then he wakes up 
cool, yeah, cool lighting, music, man, yeah. with like the torch shining on him and the gun and stuff. I, I love that frame itself. It's just really cool. Mm. Um, he's got a tape there with uh, Amanda on it. Now, she should have done the voice for it, but like that's exactly what I was gonna say, man. It's just, just like, hi, John. This is uh, yeah, this is like, from customer service, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't have the voice for it. Um, I wish she just done. I yeah. wish they done something just to like. She should have just like gone over to Jigsaw, but like, hey, can you record the script for me? And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, or do yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna spoil. Or just get just get a voice changer, man. It's not. Hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, or do an impression like like me and Henry. Um, yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, yeah, that that was like, but obviously, like the plot twist is so fucking good. You just don't really care at this moment. So you're like, oh fuck, yeah, true. You know, she's like, she takes off the mask and she's like, oh fuck, you know, it's like a man of the whole time. She's like, oh, continue his work and shit. You get the montage as well, and like you know, just like in the first film, really cool. And then you get her saying game. She's game like, over, game. and then close the door again. Just really didn't work for me. It's just, yeah, and it's when you compare it to the one previous where yeah, it was just like exactly. game over. Game over. Fucking slams the door shut, man. It's just this green light behind. Me. It's just the fucking scariest fucking dis- like shit that stays in your brain, man. Like fucking slams the door. Yeah, exactly. Wait, it's, 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 it's so right. fucking iconic. And that's going to be hard for anyone to recreate. But yeah, that's true. I think they just went, well, no one's going to recreate that. Let's just give it, like, let's just forget it. And just, let's like, give it the B stuff. team, you know. Yeah, I really just wish they could have done something a bit, because that always takes me out of it. Oh, Especially, well. like, Matthew's just there calling her a fucking bitch and shit, man, you know. It's just yeah, like, he's like, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. And it's yeah. like... Just, just slightly sours it for me a little bit, but, you know. Oh, well. uh, and the final frame, of course... Is uh, John Kramer fucking dead? Passed out. He's just like he's like oh. fucking covered in blood, and you're like, whoa, is he dead, ladies and gentlemen? He'll have to join us next week to find out in Saw Three. Exactly. Uh, we're not going to spoil anything for you. Um, so yeah, that's Saw Two. What we're going to do now is rank rank them. So we'll get to talk a little bit about that, but. Uh, First of all, we need to nominate the worst trap in this film. As in the one you want to be in least. Yeah. That being the first. So, what have you got here? We've got the Venus fly trap. We've got the, the needle pit. The major traps. So we've got the I, think, I think there's not even... Yeah, I'd brought, I wouldn't want to be in the revolver one. We have to just, you know, not yeah. open the door. Uh, the one with the hands... The thing is, the one with the hands is the one I would least want to be in because that's a really slow death. But I wouldn't be stupid. I'd like to think I yeah, wouldn't, I just be, wouldn't be dumb enough. enough in that just position. Use, use your, like your shirt or something. Like that's an e- that's one that's the most easily gamed, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure you could probably lean up. Well, actually, I did watch a video of the guy like breaking down how you would escape that trap. But I think, regardless, I think I would have the the nous not to get myself in that position. But if you did. That would be the worst one. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Pro- possibly still, after the entire series. That overall, slow, painful fucking death. So, overall, though, it's it's got to be the Venus fly one. That's like... That's fuck. a quick death, though. But you have to dig but your yeah, own... Yeah, you've got to like, dig out your own eye. That's... Oh, man, the way they filmed that, like, it's like, oh, the close-up when you have the, like, the, about to prick his own eye. <gasps> Disgusting, man. Yeah. Um, oh, the traps? Yeah, that. I guess those are the main traps, really. Oh, what about the furnace trap? Burning to death. Pretty oh, bad. Well. I'd still rather that than have to cut my own eye out. 
I mean, what would you do in the Venus flytrap? I want to ask you, like, would you... How, do you think you'd be able to cut your own eye out? Probably not. This is the I'm, thing. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm probably a bit too much of a pussy for that one, so... This is the thing, right? I mean, the problem with that trap is the guy's an idiot. He fucking pulls out the thing that starts the timer. There was no need to do that. He just does it out of panicking or anger. Whatever. He pulls the thing that starts the timer. So with 60 seconds, you're like, you know, what, what, what can you do? But, again, like, I'm assuming I'm, like, you know, smarter than these guys. Maybe that's presumptuous because, you know, in the situation, you're, like, all fucked up in the head. But, you know, if you don't pull that, if you don't pull that thing, you've got the time to kind of, I don't know, because the thing is, his eye is working, right? So Jigsaw's already managed to put the key in without blinding him. Yeah, but so he, he had more than 60 seconds, you know. If you have more than 60 seconds... Nah, it's, oh, it's just a Venus flytrap. There's not much of a debate, I feel. And as well, the thing about the Venus flytrap is you could put... I'm sure you could put something in the way, like the toolbox or the fucking chair or whatever, like a pipe. So that when you it doesn't close up on you, or you can cut the leather straps around you with the scalpel. So uh, there's a lot of things going on with that trap. Um, is that the worst trap? The know. one I would least want to be in. I think the one I would least want to be in is actually that the arm box. And I know you'd have to be an idiot to get yourself in that position, but assuming if, if you, you are, know, I guess if in that case, then yeah. But I think I would, if we just went to buy the trap as itself, because it's got to be the Venus flyer one, all the furnace, but probably the Venus flyer one. That's my uh, personal. I pick. think yeah, I think that's fair. And uh, okay, so we're going to nominate as that as our worst trap for this film, and we've got to rank that against the uh, the wax trap. The wax trap so... is worse. It's not even a debate. <laughs> Why? Because it's impossible, you, and you get set on fire, and you're also bullet naked. And you're walking on glass. And you have to do maths. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, so number one, we've got the uh, wax trap. Number two, the Venus fly trap. The best ending. We've got, uh, obviously, number one is from Saw. Now, I don't think... I just think that's one of the best films in... Uh, one of the best endings in, in cinema history. Um, yeah, I, th I think it still goes above this one. Because, like, the whole pre-record, yeah. Your Son's in the Safe, is very good. But the actual the actual ending itself, like, it's kind of just a worse version of the previous one. The thing is, what I really like about this film, the ending of it, is um, is the fact that the plot twist in that everything's pre-recorded. Yeah, that's that's they, a they good plot twist. To make it look like that for me is what my takeaway of like that that is so original, right? I don't think, I've never seen that in another film. I don't think and. Like the fact, oh, this is certainly the first film to do that, where it's like it's not a live feed. The whole point—that's really like clever. Amidst all the other things, like like uh, the sun being in a safe place, like the sun killing Xavier, for example, or like yeah, the guy yeah. cutting off the back of his neck. Like, there's a lot of shit going on here. Or Amanda revealing herself as like you know the jaw un uh, jigsaw understudy. So that for me is like what I take as the best part of the ending, the fact that that whole it's nah, not, it's, not it's, it's still, even so it's still not the same. No, no, I'm not arguing that it's better but I am saying this will end up high on the list as well this will, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll go second as the, the ending Sigma but, so. yeah, Sigma quote so from the first film we had what was it? Yeah, it was like you're like, you're, you're apathetic yeah, it's not, you're angry oh. you're apathetic, but mostly pathetic just roasting out of for no reason yeah, okay <laughs> Um, um, this one, you had your... We have a selection, so we've got to pick our favourite one from here. So when Kerry goes to 
Matthews goes, you know, what if I'm asking, you know, and then like puts a hand on him, looking at him, like looking all, you know, fucking flirty. And he's like, can't help you, fucking goes back to his desk. You've got as well um, Jigsaw doing the voicemail on the phone. Um, and you've got Xavier going, the only door you know to open is between. Nah, that, that, the Xavier one's not that good. I think, I think it's between okay. the other two. But I think I think the first one, just because it's like it reminds me of the Jack Nicholson, like Jack Napier being like, Yeah, I didn't ask. But also it's Jigsaw. Tough, it's a really yeah. tough one. What kind of fucking sick yeah, I would I, okay, I'd change that. It's Jigsaw. It's got it's got like the voicemail, man. <laughs> the guy's like trying to call his son, he's like, Oh, Daniel's not here at the moment. It's like fucking hell, man. You like, yeah, I, I that's gotta be. I think that just it shows Kramer's like own sick sense of humor. It shows his like how much he thinks into it, and it's just Sigma's fuck. Like he's sat there, like I. I mean, I haven't seen Better Calls, so I imagine that's like a Saul Goodman yeah. thing to do, right? Like pre-record on the victim's son, yeah. like just to send him into more anger and like, yeah, it's got to be, doesn't it? Yeah, that would be something. And I think as well, that's going above. I think that's number one as well. That's going above. Yeah, yeah, because the other one's just roasting, roasting Adam, which is okay. quite funny, but still. I'm putting and number one film. voicemail, number two pathetic. Okay. I think, yeah, I think with ranking the film though, which is just rank the first. The film itself. So number one we have Saw. Now, yeah. Saw two, I would just say is like Saw one. I would rather watch, but this is still this is better than I remember. Yeah, yeah. Saw two is like it's good. What I like about Saw two is it just sets up the rest of the franchise, and it, it take it just ba- it, you know. It's a funny one. I would probably sooner watch Saw 2 because it's just like your archetype Saw film. So the first Saw film is like more of a psychological thriller almost than a, than a horror film, right? Um, and it's like, it's a bit more of a sit down and like concentrate film, you know? Like this film I can watch as more like, I don't know, Relaxed like just watch it for the traps, you know, whatever, you know? You can't watch, you can't watch Saw 1 for, just for the traps. You know, yeah, this but one I would can. still say, yeah, um, I would still, yeah. Oh, no, I, I, without a doubt, Saw, what, Saw is going first. Yeah. But this film, yeah, it's going second, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I said most of what I could possibly say about this film. I'd say it's just like, yeah, your car will cut out Saw film, because it has this really good point, especially its plot twist, but that's about it I can say for it. So. And obviously, we what I like is we get to spend a lot of time with John Kramer in this film, and we get to learn yeah. a lot about him. They did that really well, like fleshing out his character, his origin story. I really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. So, um, and and like I said, the acting's really good. I, I really enjoyed Donnie Wahlberg's performance as Eric Matthews. I think that was a really good character. Um, you know, Xavier's always like he's very memorable. I think for sure. Hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's it's um. It's a good film. Yeah, it's our official millionth rank sequel. of second for Saw 2. Yes, so number one, Saw, and number two, Saw 2. There you go. You'll one never guess what's coming out next. As well, before we close the close off the uh, episode, is uh, I I just want to appreciate and shout out the fact that they don't go down like the whole, like, oh, I'm trying to think up of cool titles and stuff for the film. Yeah, Saw, just Saw 1, Saw, Saw, Saw 2, Saw 3. Saw it's not like Saw 2. More blood or whatever it could have been. Yeah, there um, will be blood. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, uh, which two. you know. And furthermore, it's not just this like saw one, two, three, like Toy Story one, two, three with a number. They do sort like Roman numerals. Yeah, like, with the two that, fingers that, as well. That like, me, that's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. 
I like that. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, final word from you, Henry. Like I said, this is this is like the middle of the road soul film. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not my favorite, but it's still pretty good. It's a good one. So watch this uh, with yeah. your family. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks for watching. Uh, make sure you uh, check us out on Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Like you know, leave us some comments and feedback. Which trap would you least want to be in? Yeah. Um, and uh, and also I might as well plug my uh, TikTok, which I've started this week. So we've got a TikTok slash millionth James. You could find me. I'm going to make some not sore content, but other stuff on this. So <laughs> yeah, might, might check out my latest well, trap. Might as well check me out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, so next week will be Saw 3. Same bat time, same bat channel.